Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here. It's time for another one of my favorite things we do each week, and that is to spotlight the folks at GSU ENI and the Main Street Fund, folks that are really changing the landscape of the entrepreneurial world in Atlanta. So today on GSU ENI Radio, we have Cordero Tanner with At Leaders 360. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here, be on today. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Athleters 360. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so Athleters 360 is a leadership development organization for young athletes. And we help youth sports coaches develop the skills needed to coach the next generation of leaders. In the sports world, there's a deep divide between the expectations of youth sports coaches and the actual competencies of those coaches. Of the 6.5 million youth coaches in the in the United States, only 30 of them have 30 percent of them have any kind of training. And sports is one of the only areas where adults are allowed to guide youth with no skills or training. So, at athletes, we focus on equipping coaches with the best practices and practices in youth development, so they can develop a coaching framework that is child centered, looks at the full lives out in the communities they're from and uses social justice to holistically um, develop their athletes. So how did this idea come about? What was the genesis? Did something happen that kind of got you fired up about this issue and, and this way to tackle it? Uh, yeah, so um, I've always had a strong passion for sports. I remember when I was in the fifth grade, you know, I declared myself the assistant basketball coach of, a, of, of my own teacher's girls basketball team. I had a whistle and everything. And, um, you know, it was in college when I actually got my first chance to be a volunteer coach to a fourth grade basketball team. And my experiences, you know, coupled with what I was learning in my sociology classes and, and public health, and I was actually, what I was saying in youth development, I was seeing the, the link between social inequities and sports and thinking there could be a way to actually holistically develop youth. So in spring of 2020, right before the pandemic hit, you know, I, I created athletes because, you know, they say, they often say, coaches say they don't care about what you know until they know that you care. So I felt like, you know, this is the opportunity to, you know, get train other coaches and be able to show our athletes that, you know, we care about them and that we can give them all the tools that they need to, to be leaders in this world. And at the heart of it, though, is the athletes, right? Where these, the person that chooses to be part of a sport, to be part of a team, they have kind of the core fundamentals, uh, maybe that aren't fully developed yet, but at least there's an opportunity to develop these athletes as true leaders. And with the right training and coaching, they can really kind of wring out the most value of being an athlete leader, whether they are you know, become a professional athlete or not, just the, fundamentally the skills they're going to gain if trained properly are going to serve them the rest of their life. Yeah, that's right. So um, one of the things that we like to say is we, we threw it, we do the work for the athletes, but we do it through our coaches. Um, if you, you don't know, any, know anything about, you know, the sports world, um, athletes work their coaches anywhere between 12 to 25 hours per week. And that's a lot of times that's more than they're with any other adult. 
So we we saw that, you know, the coach athlete relationship is a very critical relationship that if we if we can get it right and and we can give these coaches the tools that they need that we can we can um really launch these athletes and have them prepared um for the world whether or not they you know make it to that next level or not they will they'll be ready for life regardless now how did you develop this methodology um around what you're going to be coaching these coaches about in in order to serve their athletes that they're working with yeah um, that's a good question so um, I've been a coach now for probably a little bit over 10 years. So I'm deeply rooted in um, the coaching world. But also, um, like I said earlier, you know, my relationship with players, you know, that I've had um, in the past and, and, you know, the players that I coached, they, they said these are the things they need. Like I, they verbalized those things that, you know, they need more support from their coaches. They want to be heard from their coaches. Um, and, and they seek this relationship. So, Everything that we've done with athletes is deeply rooted in the community. Um, everything is, is based on the needs of our athletes, but also we have input from coaches um, and, you know, saying, you know, where they need help in and, and where areas that they're weak in. So everything that we um, do at athletes has been rooted in what the, the coaches and the athletes need. But as a coach, there's a lot of way, there's a different styles of coaching. I mean, you have some that are kind of the old school, yell at you and berate you to build you back up again. There's others that are nurture, more nurturing and more like kind of players coaches. Um, how do you kind of land on or do you land on a way, a methodology, or do you just say, here's some best practices and just incorporate them, you know, that fits in a way that fits your personality and your style? Yeah, so that's that's another great great question. Um, I I believe you know for the most part there, there are multiple coaching styles, but what athletes what we do is we just tell coaches like, here's what your what your current generation of athletes need. Um, here are the things that they believe in. Here are the things that they value. Um, and here are the things that they want to see in their leaders. And we give them those those best practices so they can. And in turn, translate, you know, add that into their coaching philosophy so they can be the best coaches for their for their athletes. And then right now, what stage are you at? Uh, You've obviously developed some methodology. Is any of your work happening right now? Yeah. So um, just this summer, we had um, five leadership retreats where we brought in athletes. We got them away from the hustle and bustle of everyday world. We took them into the mountains and. You know, we, we did a lot of personal development, identity development, talked about mental health, um, and, you know, just gave them the opportunity to develop bonds with their peers, their 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 teammates. And actually, in this fall, we're going to have, this fall, com- this coming fall, we're going to have our first um, coaches fellowship, where we're going to work with coaches and really just work on that idea of being a, a transformational coach for your players. So the first retreat was athlete focused, and then the next one's going to be coach focused. Exactly. So wh- one of our methods is we 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 focus on athletes. We um, talk to them. We 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 learn the things that they need, um, the things that they want, and, and really figure figure out the areas in which they are struggling in, and, and and where coaches can be best helpful. And then we take 
what we learn and we give it to the coaches. And then so uh, moving forward, are you going to have services that are geared directly to the athlete as well as services that are uh, aimed at the coaches or is it going to be one or the other or it's both right now? Uh, currently, it's both right now. I, I believe um, it's important to really focus on, on, on both. Um, and that way, by focusing on our athletes, we're always, you know, uh, the new challenges and the things that they're going through that we could give um, our coaches the latest and most up-to-date information to help them um, so they got the, the best tools to help their, their athletes. So how did you uh, learn about the Main Street Fund? Um, I actually um, learned about it from um, a participant in cohort um, two, Alyssa. She, um, we did the Civic Atlanta Fellowship um, with the Center for Civic Innovation. Uh, we did that together, and she was like, you should apply. You know, you're at Georgia State. And I was like, okay, I'll apply. So um, that's how I, I found out about it. Can you share maybe some ways that going through the program, how that's helped you uh, grow your business or maybe position it? Yeah, so um, since since the I've started the fellowship, things have been going. Um, I'm really great. You know, I've, I've developed a lot of partnerships, um, important partnerships with, with people in the in the city of Atlanta, and I've also you know been able to learn a lot from from um, you know MK and 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 his team there and and, and Erica. They've really been very helpful and, and very hands on and been able to you know catapult the guys, the people that are in the um, fellowship. So it's been a great um, experience. But then I would say the most important thing and, and the most thing, I'm like, the thing that I'm most excited is being around like peers who are on this entrepreneurial um, journey with me. And, you know, we can be able to, you know, share our wins, share our losses and, you know, be there to support each other. So that's one of the main things that I'm most excited about being in a part of this cohort. Now, do you have any advice you could share for other founders, um, you know, that are thinking about taking the leap into entrepreneurship and maybe are hesitant a little because, you know, not not everybody is um, kind of want, wants to be that founder that wants to be that person that's following this type of path. Some people, you know, want to just go to school, get a, a degree, get a job. Any advice for that person that maybe has in the back of their head, I, I think I want to try this entrepreneur path. Yeah. Um, so entrepreneurship is, is definitely not easy. So I guess the main thing that I would say and what's been most helpful for me is finding you a community, uh, a supportive community that, that that's going to be there for you. Um, it's going to call to check on you uh, if they haven't heard from you in a while that's going to give you constructive criticism or, or and, and advice. So find you that, that close community that you can lean on when times get hard and that you can celebrate when you, when you um, reach your accomplishment. So I would say that's the main thing. Like if you're going to go down this route, you have to get you a, a strong tight community that you can um, rely on throughout the whole process. So what do you need more of? How can we help you? Oh, well, right now, if, if, if anyone's listening and, and you have a, a youth sports organization and, and you feel like your, your coaches need any training, feel free to contact me. Um, and, and also, you're you a school district or something and you want some coaches' trainings or want to work with your athletes, 
um, you can contact us at athletes360.org and, and we'll love to um, partner with you. And that's A-T-H-L-E-A-D-E-R-S, the number three, the number six, the number zero, dot org. That's correct. Well, congratulations on all the success, um, and thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed my time. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GSU ENI Radio. Uh-huh.